This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. listeners i'm Allie, and this is quad pro quo as always i'm joined by my three co-hosts tammy hello matt hello there and guido hello we are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in silence of the lambs each month we pick a theme and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme we are in the middle of the theme for september which is babysitting movies before we get to tammy's pick matt tell us what your brother's doing with his yeah. summer of movies? Yeah, you know, my brother is a teacher, so you know what that means. He makes a shit ton of money, and he gets the summers off. You know how them teachers are. Good for nothings. But, uh, no, he All had, sarcastic. We very much yes, respect no, teachers no, no, on this no. podcast. Teachers are one of the... Big ups. ...noblest and greatest professions in the Much world. respect. I, I, of course, was being 100% facetious. I learned that word from a teacher. Oh, so, very well. So... Um, no, no, no. He he decided like on his, you know, because yeah, he had the summer off. Well, no, he was doing some PhD work, I think, also. But um, he decided he was going to make a list of all the movies that he has never seen, either all the way through. A lot of the movies. There were a lot. And I for, he had a whole thing. Maybe one day we'll get him on here and he can fully explain it. We can watch something off of his list or whatever. But, like, it was, like, either he hasn't seen it all the way through or, like, a meme became a thing from the movies. Okay. So, and he did, like, 100, 103, 104 movies. I forget. Yeah, it's, like, 103, 104. I'm not going to lie. I I was a little hurt because guess how many movies of those 103, 104 were ones that we did? And, you know, he's like, I love listening to you guys, but guess how many? Not one, zero. Well, in honor, and also in honor of Bob Barker passing, closest without going over, Allie. Happy Gilmore. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, guess how many, (laughs) guess how many of the 103 movies were on our podcast? Closest without going over, Allie. Eight. Tammy. I did review the list. I did, I did look at the list briefly. I'm going to say three. Guido. One. Tammy, come on down. Yay! You're the next contestant on the prey. What was it? Five? Four. What were they? Because remember, he said movies that he hasn't seen the whole way through. It was like Shape of Water. Appar- I don't think he watched that one. He didn't? But either way, you would have. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it was like The Rock. Because I guess he always said oh, he missed. Yeah. He missed the. He always missed the first 10 minutes of it. Okay. Same with Con Air. Mm-hmm. And then. Commando. Two more. No, he's definitely seen Commando the whole way through. I noticed one movie that I like that he did watch, and I noticed one movie that he didn't watch, and we're both upset about that. Yeah, one. we're both. Re- I keep. I kept telling him because he even told me off, you know, offhand, like texting me. He's like, "Yeah, I'm about to get to the hundredth movie," and I'm like, "You know what it should be." And what he was should like, it be? He was like, "Oh, it's God. got three consonants in it in uh. a row. They're the same consonant." He and yeah, yeah. He didn't watch RRR. What the hell, Taylor? Your brother doesn't um, kind of sound like a seal when you say it. R-r-r-r. He watched Blade Runner, which is very cool. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, no, Blade Runner. Good on you, my man. Yeah, good on uh, him. Blade Runner is definitely one of my faves. Oh, he did Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, that was one. Of, yeah, that was one. That's a good one. That was a great one. Uh, that is a good one. That was one that would be on my list if I did what he was doing. 
And Django, he's never seen Django the whole way through. Never saw it the whole way through, or I think that might have been a meme movie because it did. It has. No, oh, it thanks, has the. Thanks to Leo, it's Leo. Become, yeah, it's become a meme. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't find the. Baby Billy fix, picks that fix, guy's dick up one. in his hands. But I definitely do know for a fact Sizable. that. Oh, Top Gun Maverick is on this list. <gasps> At least one of the Lindsays will watch it. Yeah, and true. Thanks, Thanks to his review, I'm I'm I know I'm good waiting my uh, 36 years to watch it. Okay. Tammy's movie this month is not on that list because we all saw it in theaters when it came out. Well, Tammy, tell us about your what? movie. Yeah. Tell us about your pick for Babysitter Month. So I guess I was trying to think of when I heard Babysitter Month. We've been talking about doing Don't Call, uh, Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, I love that like, movie. Since we started yeah. this podcast. It's but a clear contender for this. Yeah. I just, I wanted to save it. I don't know why I'm saving it for something else, but I just was thinking I needed to do something more modern. Okay. Like in the 2000s. So, chose uh, role models. Why do we still do this job? This is the best job in the world, man. We get to wear awesome outfits, and it's totally easy to do hungover. Let's rock West Academy. The energy drink, Minotaur, is good. Woo! Taste the beast! Minotaur! Oh, gosh. And this has so many actors in it. I mean, I guess I'll just... Uh, just give us the top two. <laughs> the top, uh, Sean William Scott and Paul Rudd okay. are the main two characters, but it was written... Stifler and Ant-Man. Uh, by Timothy Dowling and William Blake Heron. Tim Dowling has done pretty not that much. He actually was nominated for a Razzie. Um, and then the director David Wayne. He directed Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there are a lot of recurring you know yeah. cast members from that in this. Yeah, there's a lot of bro casting, uh, especially with like Paul Rudd and then Ken Marino and Tim Dowling did the screenplay too. So like Reno 911, a lot of characters from that. They all run in the four. same circles. Yeah. yeah. So budget for this was 28 million. And it grossed $68 million. It's less than two hours, so I thought I would mention that. An hour and 39 minutes. I love a, a nice short one. Allie didn't even make it through no. the hour and 39 minutes. Nope. Just saying. You don't do well with cringe, do you? She does you not know, it's like my least, cringe. It's like that and like insult comedy is the lowest forms of comedy in my opinion. Oh, I love... See, I like I will never comedy. see Borat. I hate Borat, though. It's disgusting. That is cringe No, no, you're thinking comedy. of Bruno. Both, Both. Of them. All of them. Guys. No. Both. Bunch of shitheads. That's Do beyond it. me, and I like, Do it. like Do it. insult Do comedy. It. Don't you... Don't you dare. You want me to... No. You want me to helicopter dick and then speak Bruno with my pee hole? No, no thank you. I think I know what I just picked for Guido appreciation. <laughs> no. Please don't make me watch that again. I might, I might like get Tammy too to sub if you make me watch that. All right, so let's go around the room. Did you guys uh, see this movie and what did you think when I chose it? I had seen it. I think Matt, you wanted me to watch it because yeah. it's just I just had a lot of those movies I just had never seen. Like I've I've never seen Zoolander. I I'd never seen the other one, The Best Friend, The 
Will Ferrell and oh Step Brothers. I had never seen Step Brothers. I had never seen Role Models. I still have never seen Talladega Nights. Like I just haven't yeah. seen a lot of those comedies. So I did see it, but it literally was probably within like the last three or four years. Yeah. Again, for our listeners, this was like one of the OGs of just Allie and I quid pro quoing. Yeah. She would make me watch a movie where a man gets mutilated into what looks like a walrus, and then I'm just <laughs> like, Hey, you want to watch Step Brothers? You're welcome. Tusk is great. And she was okay. also it's like, a revelation. She was like, hey. Sure, it's not malignant. But you know what? We can't all be malignant. Okay? Hey, I'm going to make you watch <laughs> a movie. That movie's cancer for the eyes. I'm going to make you watch a movie where a dude gets his throat slit by a box cutter hidden under a pillow. And then I was like, I was like, hey, do you want to watch Role Models? What? I thought you would benefit from seeing Ben Affleck's side wiener. His like, movie's got a fucking Minotaur in it. A Minotaur. Minotaur. Speaking of Minotaurs. Well, I mean, like, Rito, have you seen oh, yeah. Role Models? So, in my first apartment, Blu-rays were new, and this no, was... no, actually, they were HD DVDs <laughs> in his first apartment. He there was were both. So yeah, on I was HD on both DVD sides. Bandwagon. I wanted HD DVD to win. They did not, and that's why they didn't. So, because uh, you like them, this is like one of the twenty movies we had on disc. Ooh. So we watched it a lot while we drank, you know, drank cheap liquor and smoked left-handed cigarettes. And don't remember much of that time. Nope, it's all blur. Sure, I had a great time, though. And were you looking forward to watching it again? Yeah. Did you think oh. why I picked this movie? Dude, I'm going to pass the fuck out. I love this movie. I like uh, um, I like Ant-Man, and I like Stifler. So. You know, I saw this in theaters like with my, uh, my, my cousins and my brother. Hipster. We were like, my cousin Josh and I were like the Stifler and Paul Rudd, whereas Taylor and Seth are like our respective younger brothers were the kids so like we're like, Ronnie and we're like and yeah they're not old enough for this rated r movie but we're old enough to buy them tickets so uh-huh. here you go Allie, did you say if you were excited or what did you your, your opinion I didn't, or thought i didn't say if i was excited so i guess that answers your question well i really like movies that are very quotable and this is certainly one of them they wrote the screenplay they wrote the you know the movie then they wrote the screenplay and then as they were filming it there was so much improv that they had to go back and edit the screenplay over and over and over and over again because of all the improv and it, there was also like a writer's strike in between so that wasn't helpful so it would have been the last time that happened yeah yeah so hey your writers pay them yeah i can't watch reality tv anymore that's a lie yeah it's, it's, it's a lie i feel terrible okay so the beginning of the story, it starts off with Danny, played by Paul Rudd, and Wheeler, who is played by Sean William Scott. Stifler. Stifler. So, like, um, does anybody really call him Sean William Scott, or is he just synonymously forever Stifler? He. So in a couple of the interviews, they just have his name. Like he, they don't talk to him and like refer to him by his name. I think it's because it's so long. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Mr. Three Names over here. Yeah. SWS. He's such a sweet guy. So the fact that he plays these like vulgar. He's ho- great in The Goon. Everyone should watch that. Oh, The Goon is great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's he's good in evolution. And then in his interviews, he talks about how religious his mom is and how she likes to bring her church friends to go see his films. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, Mom, I drank cum in that movie. Ew. Like, oh, I hate that scene. Why, why would you take them to see this after church? <laughs> I'm proud God. of you, sweetie. 
how many? How many? It's good to have supportive parents. How many times do you think now that that church group has seen his butt? Like he's oh like, yeah, he's like naked so That's many your times. Son. I used to change his. They've diapers. seen it before. They're like, oh well, he was naked when we baptized him. It's okay. It's all the same. Butts or butts. So so Sean Williams got. I'm gonna call him Wheeler for the rest of the movie, and then Paul Rudd is gonna be Danny. Okay. So Wheeler's like the the guy that graduated high school that like is really cool with just working the bare minimum. He's like, I can go to this job when I'm hungover. I make good money. I get to party. I get to wear this awesome Minotaur costume. And he's totally like happy so and he, content with his life being the way that it is. Again, yeah, he's just stiffler again. So Danny and Wheeler went to high school together, and now they're we th- we think they're in their like thirties or forties, maybe or late late thirties. You can't tell because Paul Rudd never ages. So. Yeah, and um, well, isn't it isn't it like he's a vampire? Because isn't it like his birthday or something? Yeah, so we, we should know how old he is. I don't. I don't recall that they say how old he is, but it's just like a birthday that they celebrate with the Minotaur team. So Wheeler's a little quirky. He really likes the band Kiss. He has his own apartment. He drives a 1970s Ford Bronco. Yeah. He likes to pick up chicks. Um, Who doesn't? He even has a a woman leaving his apartment uh, at the beginning of the movie, and he makes Danny smell his fingers as he's getting him... Guess what uh, I did last in night. The car. God. Disgusting. And Danny is just that friend that has a black cloud over his head. He's the Eeyore of the group. The glass is half empty all the time. And he's been at this job for 10 years. He picks up uh, Wheeler in the car in the Minotaur. Minotaur. It's this huge, like, Taste at 350. The it's like Shrek's piss. Yeah, and they and they work for a energy drink company, and so they go to schools. They t- ironically talk about uh, don't do drugs, but drink this energy drink, Minotaur. It's not booze or heroin, yeah, so or cocaine, which you would do for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, and then they go in the bathroom and they piss green Shrek pee, and they just go from school to school. Taste the beast. So, uh, so after they're done their first day's work, there's a ten year milestone. It's not a oh, birthday okay. party. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I, it's, I, a, I it's his ten year anniversary. Does that mean you get tenure? Career in, at this energy drink company. So the office is all celebrating, and that's where we meet Elizabeth Banks, his super hot girlfriend, uh, long term girlfriend. She's living also together. Her she's name also is one that I feel like she doesn't age either. Yeah, she looks great. She looks so good in this movie. Stunning. Yes. Well, whoever was dressing her was fucking up. Just saying. Her name's Beth in Forty Year Old Virgin too. Yep. So she gets Beth. to be herself. She wore her own clothes that day? No, but she... Wrong with so her, her name is Elizabeth. Yeah, it's oh, not my oh, mouth. But okay, two of her characters in her comedies over this time period, her name was Beth. Okay. So they're celebrating his 10-year anniversary. They're singing karaoke. They're having a grand old time. Did you what see was the, the song they sang? They were singing Rock You Like a Hurricane by yeah, the Scorpions. Yeah, yeah. Here I am. Did you see did you see the 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 like the young protege who he was he had um singing with him? That kid he's like, Yeah, oh he's talking about his dick. Like that. <laughs> the Lonely Island fella? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's he's like the uh 
Because he's the other... Well, I mean, there are three guys in the Lonely Island, but he's like the second most famous after uh, Andy Sandberg. He was also on Parks and Rec. He was mm-hmm. like the, the grizzle. Grizzle guy. Yeah. So he's basically... Uh, this is the beginning of a midlife crisis for him. He's going to die at 60. They, they get up the next day, and they go to another school, and then Paul Rudd just loses it on stage. Game face, bro. all of these... Awful things to the assembly. Taste the bees! Stay off drugs! Minotaur! Drugs. Why do kids take drugs? Because they're awesome? (laughs) No, maybe they just understand that life is pain, and if you smoke something or take a pill, it'll go away for a while. I'll drink to that. Mm. No, 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 no. <clears throat> People say embrace life, enjoy life, just do it, live it, rock it, fuck it, because life is horrible. They leave, and the principal is yelling at them. Their car is being towed because uh, they illegally parked in front of the school. Is Louis, it's literally is, like is Louis C.K. the parking? No, he's the one towing the truck, but he he drops the hard F. So it's like this tow truck versus this. Minotaur F-350 because Paul Rudd gets in the driver's seat and he's slamming on the gas trying to get the truck off of the tow There's truck. There's a tow off. Yeah. And then gets it going and he gets traction and then he rides the truck up the the statue <laughs> in front of the school. So the Minotaur is riding the horse. It's, They're getting it on. It looks like it's fucking the horse and it lo- and like you hear the Minotaur, Minotaur. unleash the beast. It's like <laughs> fucking the horse. And then it shoots steam out of its nostrils. Yes. Uh, so they get arrested. Whoa. And Beth, the attorney girlfriend, saves the day. She's able to get them probation. So they could have arrested them and put them in jail for 30 days for assault and uh, property damage. But she got them... Community service. service. Yeah, it's like 160 hours or something, right? Yep, and it's with sturdy wings. <laughs> so it's all about being bigs and littles. Bigs and littles. So sturdy wings is a like big brother program. And if you're addicted to helping, you don't need an intervention. <laughs> Used to be addicted to pills. Now, I'm addicted to helping. And when you're addicted to helping... You don't need an intervention. Because sometimes in life, everybody needs... I love Jane Lynch, but I think that this is probably the funniest thing I've ever she seen. She stole a lot of the movie, dude. So great. Every time she's on screen, that's her scene. She actually kind of reminded me of your um, stepmom, Guido. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> She just had these like really great movies. Of Diane? She was sweet. And then she just like And you're over there. Like you're over there. I yeah, I And I'm over here. I've heard Diane yell about stuff. She's like, and you're over there, and you're over there, and I don't know which way is up. Don't you BS a BSer. I love you, Diane, but it's it's apt. Do you remember when she was like I I truly enjoy cleaning, so please, you know, give me a call. I'll come over and I'll and I'll clean the kitchen. And I'm, she goes, you know how I am at home. I'm like, yeah. And I start slamming my cabinet. So I was like, you're in your kitchen doing this. Yeah, yeah, James. Because because there's <laughs> other people in your house. Get out of my house. 
Love um, you, Diane. So wait, Love you're you. saying that she's the Amityville horror? No, no, no. I'm no, she just <laughs> get out. Can't control her emotions sometimes. As a good German woman. Like, oh, she's the best. We're like Diane, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm doing fine. The dishes. This is my happy place. Get me a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we meet. Uh, we go to Sturdy Wings. Wheeler and Danny go to their intro class at Sturdy Wings, and that's where we meet Jane Lynch's character, Gail, and we meet Martin Gary. And this is where, uh, so Marty's been working for uh, Sturdy Wings for five years. This is fifth year now, so he is a veteran. If I had a nickel for every year I've been doing this, I could play me a game of Pac-Man. Yes. (laughs) He's just such a he's such like a goob. Like, yeah. he's just like he makes overnight oats, sandals with socks on. You know what I mean? Yes. Hey, he, he likes wings. We find that he sits down and he sings, "Love, take me down to the streets," and that that song is through the whole movie. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say it. Wings, eh, not great. Sorry, Paul McCartney. You know, and then he, he says Paul McCartney doesn't sing that song. Paul McCartney would like more questions about his time in Wings, but he's not getting asked those questions. He's sad about it. Well, I still mean, alive though. Still alive. Still it's next well. button material. I know. Do you think when they go out for picnics that uh, she puts all of their sandwiches in her leg? And That's then, the second wife. He's not married to her oh, anymore. Oh, sorry. All right. All right. Sorry. He got another wife with a better prenup. <laughs> Smarter. Yeah, one but she doesn't have like a snack leg. No, she doesn't have a snack nah, leg. she does not have magic leg. We also meet like a tertiary character who is another Steady Wings. Uh, t- she's a teacher. And oh yeah, because Wheeler Wheeler's Wheeler trying sits to next to her, and he goes takes a village. Yeah, and she's like, I'm married. I'm kind of engaged. Wait, she's kind a teacher, engaged. or is she another? She's straight. She's a teacher. I think so. Yeah, because oh. I think they say that on the camping trip. Okay. Sexy like a truck with strawberry. Yeah. So uh, so he meets her there, too. And there's they're, they're all in this intro class. And Jane Lynch is like, this is how you hug. This is not how you hug. Keegan-Michael Key is also one of them, Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. From, yeah. Yeah, from Key and Peel. He makes shitty s'mores. Gail take Wheeler and Danny to go meet their new littles. So Wheeler gets Ronnie, and I don't I don't know how old this kid is in this movie. What do you think? Like eight, nine, ten? Uh, yeah, no one, more than ten. Yeah, one of those numbers. One of those numbers. These um, are ages. His mom is a single mom, and he's her little pride and joy, and he is just like looking for attention in all the wrong places. He needs a strong male role figure yeah. in his life. And he is has done a really good job of getting rid of all of the other like, yeah, buddies he's, he's, before Wheeler. Yeah, he's like he's like the toughest one and she pairs him up with the toughest kid, basically. As soon as he sits yeah. down, he's like, What? What? No, I don't want to take my pants off. He this tried guy's to, trying to touch my balls. <laughs> trying to get a handful of my balls. Yeah. But she, she knows. She's, she's like, like Ronnie, calm it down. And she says to Wheeler, like, oh, well, you're young and you're hip and you don't, don't want to go to prison, jail. So, so you're going to get him. And then Augie is not in the room with all the other kids. He's on the roof. So Augie is upstairs and then she, casting she spells leaves Augie and, shit. and um, no, He's not Danny casting together. spells. He is... A warrior, so he's only doing his sword moves. Yeah, Fucking nerds, dude! I swear. So Augie is probably 
either eighth grade or like early high school. I, yeah, he's he's McLovin. Yeah, McLovin. Total dweeb. He is a huge live action role play. LARPer. Soldier. LARPer. You know, John had a foam sword. Just saying. I'm sorry. Tammy, too, had a foam sword, and he beat his neighbor with it. Sounds about right. You have a foam sword in your basement. I do. I'll beat you with it. Augie Ooh, was Don't Aug- threaten me with <laughs> What do you think Augie is short for? August. August? Yeah. August. It's not Martin Hamlish? Augenfeld. Augur. August. August. It's August. August. Who names a dude August? People. What people? Are you or- sure it's not Agatha? I don't know where his mom's name. Who plays his mom? Reno 911 lady. The whole show. Yeah, I know. His mom and dad are both characters um, from Reno 911. And his, his dad, Jim, is his stepdad. Who's a, a piece of Who's shit. A piece of shit. A fucking trash man. Yeah. And the mom's basically like, you're a weird kid. I love you, but you're you're weird. Yeah, imagine. She's not a great mom. And you're in this sturdy wing so that they can make you normal. Aww. That's, right. that's basically her... He what she says. Also, doesn't have a positive male role model in his life. It said, um, like Wheeler and Danny need to find young men to make them become men. In the previews, which is a, just the a teasers. gross, which, which kind of sucks because these are not the two kind of guys I would want to be trying to role models for. I don't want to- men to be becoming on my boys, so it's just odd. Yeah, yeah. unless they buy your supplement. Well, then they have big cummies and flat tummies. <laughs> oh, geez. So the the guys take their littles to Chipmunk Charlie's. <laughs> ass butt butt ass. We and love ass butt ass butt ass butt. <laughs> Is that like a Chuck E. Cheese, basically? Yeah. yeah, like a woodland Chuck E. Cheese theme. Okay. You mean like Brother Bear, that movie that we had to watch at your house? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that movie was awful. Totally off topic here, but we watched when we watched Fern Gully a couple weekends ago, and we were saying how like the the person who voices the main fairy is Samantha Mathis. Literally was watching Law and Order, and she was on Law and Order the other day. I was like, there she is, yo Fern Gully herself. Yo Fern Gully, that's so funny. You know they're remaking that. They're remaking Fern Gully. Please tell. Shut up. Live action. No. Disney got the call. Did you tell Kyle about that? They're going to film it in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on the fucking beach. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So they take them to Charlie Chipmunks to we get to the, know them butt, a little bit butt, better. Uh, that's where they say the Ben Affleck. Oh, I love that. It's like, shut up, reindeer games. <laughs> you white. You Ben Affleck. It's like, I'm not Ben Affleck. And he's just like, like, yeah, just remember that from the... And as an average white, I've never been so seen. Oh, yeah. Ronnie's got every insult in the book, a lot of one-liners. And Sean William Scott, like, encouraged him Mm -hmm. to say more um, because the directors legally couldn't, but he could because I guess the directors can't tell kids to curse and say phallic things. Okay. Boobies, 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 and Adventures of of the Booby Watcher. The Booby Watcher. Kid's great. Oh yeah. Bobby's great. So they so they do that. They go and learn how to LARP. So he <laughs> takes him to Xantheon to do his Hail Xanthia. Xanthia. In what is this other place? Mordor. No, it's it's like Lair. Cas- 
Castion or something. I These are real know. places. You better get it right. Cast Like or like the program or something. Insulting tens of the, peoples the, at once. Like the program was called Lair or something. Like that's what the the coalition of LARPers. There's a coalition of yeah. these people? Oh, yeah, because yeah. they're all different separate countries. Xanthiar is the country that he is from, and his name is Bluffkin. Yes, he puts the cunt in country. He's Bluffkin in the small country of Xanthia, where it's him, mm-hmm. some no-name, and Joe Latrugio from um, Brooklyn, Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He also was the Muppet voice guy in, uh, in I Love You, Man. Mm-hmm. He's... And also was in Wet Super, Hot America. He's in Superbad. And in Superbad, yeah. yeah. And uh, Ken, and he's, Ken Jeong is the king. Nerds, king man. They get you every time. time. Shut up. You want to play Warhammer 40K and you want to be busted Yeah, but Henry Cavill plays that, so. Yes. And technically Henry Cavill LARPs when he played The Witcher. If my friends yes. had money, I'd be playing 40K all, right now. But no, it's just that. me. So what am I going to play with myself? I could do that without the minifigures. Yeah, so so they so they LARP. learn LARPing one oh one and Paul and um Danny's like, What the fuck is this? And they so he teaches them about how to play and then they do a battle. It's like a firebolt, firebolt, firebolt. But if I took him to a uh if I said I wanted to take him to a Quidditch match, he'd come in his pants. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> There's so many good one liners. Did you did you think of that when um over the weekend we were over at your house watching Harry Potter and Vincent was getting all excited to watch a Quidditch match? He just wants to watch movies with his favorite people. Just, Go ahead, oh yeah, make that gross. Yeah, stop being it, inappropriate. I didn't say it was gross. Disgusting. Ronnie gets to introduce his mom to Wheeler. So then Danny's dropped off at his house. Wheeler drives him home, and Beth is caught. Packing up her minivan full of her shit with her two friends. And Danny's like, what the fuck is going on? She's got those mom jorts on. I left you the crock pot. I mean, crock pots are great. They last forever. So we get a music montage. I don't remember where this is. Is it Kiss? Well, yeah, it it starts with, um, or I mean, not Bobby. I mean, um, Wheeler takes Ronnie to his house. Where he has all his kiss stuff. That's after. That's after the camping trip. No, that's before the camping trip. Mm-hmm. Is, no, no, it's after. So they have the camping trip, and they have ghost stories. They have. Oh no! Wait, you're right. <laughs> God. No, no, no! I mixed up my notes as usual. So Ronnie gets to see the kiss stuff. He shows him the pinball machine. And they start playing Love Gun, the song by Kiss. And he's like, yeah, it's so great. Because these guys even can't, you know, they're not really good. But they just put on makeup and just, they sound so much better. And they get chicks. They get chicks. And this is a song about his dick. See? Love Gun. The gun. gun is his dick. And then, of course, you know, Ronnie is like, I didn't know Jews could sing that good. And he's like, they can't. But that's the thing. He's singing about his dick. And then they're just all about it. And they become like best friends because, you know... Even though Ronnie is like eight, he's just a little horn dog, just as much as Wheeler is. Oh so my god! Like attracts like. Yep. Well, there's then there's the montage to Mister Blue Sky where they're like all friends. Yeah. And then the camping. Yeah. So then, uh, Sturdy Wings is hosting an overnight camp trip. Everybody goes. So they do ghost stories, and Marty's a weirdo and says this like ridiculous ghost story, while um, Wheeler is flirting with that other teacher and she actually pulls him aside behind a tree and she's like my fiance and I have an agreement that if we're not in the same zip code out of LA then all bets are off 
You don't really I'm have just, to go far to leave a zip code, man. I'm just a girl looking to cheat. All that's right. What she says. So she, he well, it was out of the like out of the greater metro area. Yeah. So like, since she's up in the woods, she's DTF. Since she's up in Bumblefuck, she's down to fuck. Yes. So she, so he goes to uh, Danny and says, "Give me all your Ambien. Me and this girl are gonna take it, and then we're gonna force ourselves to stay up as late as we can, and then we're gonna fuck." Yeah. Get weird and trip. fuck. Why would you take Ambien if you want to stay up? To no, 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 get no. weird. No, because if so you... So that you hallucinate a little bit. Yeah, apparently if you fight the resistance to sleep on Ambien, it, it gives you like... It's like get to a meet hallucinogenic God. sort of response. Oh, okay. It's a benzo, so it's like... It gives you feels-goods properties. But then when we, you know, knowing what we know now, you really shouldn't fight it because then you're Roseanne and you do super racist tweets because of Ambien. Yeah. Sure. Just take the phones away. Ambien not- was responsible for that. I was on Ambien. So, Sorry, was so just- I told my truth. Wheeler disappears and Paul uh, or Danny and Augie are getting they're talking and he's invited to be- become a part of Xanthia as a soldier. And he's like nah dude I'm not doing that. He's like, it's not my thing. It's not yeah, but thing. he stitched it for him by hand. They talk about girls. Boots. Um, and then while Wheeler and the girl are trying to fuck, she falls asleep. He gets upset, and then he starts sweet sleepwalking. And then the next morning, the tent is unzipped, and boobies are everywhere. Bobby gets to see some boobies. Bobby's going crazy, and Wheeler is face down naked in the middle of the campfire. I hope he dug a hole for that dick to go into. And then, they, and then they got inner, like uh, Jean, uh, Jane Gail. Lynch. She was like interrogating them, and she's like, "Huh? You had some sex? Had some drugs? Oh, we're missing here is some rock and roll." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Did Wheeler try and touch you inappropriately?" What? No. Did yeah. Wheeler show you his junk? Doesn't matter. Just the act of them being nude in front of children is is against the law. No, that's an accident. How? Why did? Why did Danny have Ambien on the? Train? He has trouble sleeping. He has trouble sleeping. Yeah. So the the guy, the little boys, uh, the littles stuck up for their guys, and then the guys got away with it. And then we get another music montage of bad buddies together. So, oh yeah, two Mister Blue Sky. Yes. Bye. Now Danny's like all into the LARPing. He's practicing. He's he's got his own sword. While Wheeler is teaching Ronnie and his little friends about boobies, different kinds of boobies. And how to notice them without being noticed. Yes, how to notice them without being noticed. They go to the beach. special art. They play pinball. They're getting their hour sheets signed. And then shit starts turning for them. Of course, they're going to fuck it up. Uh, So Danny is LARPing. And the king is unguarded. Uh, who's, who's played by Ken Jong. Ken Jong. Uh, he is... No one's guarding him. Augie, Augie... Slays him. Slays him. And then Danny calls the king out for calling him a liar. And Augie is like, no, no, don't say anything. It's fine. And he's like, no, you killed the king. You should be the king now. And then the king kicks Augie out of the LARPing. Wait, are you telling me... A kid could slay the mighty king? Not a real king, but you, yeah. You're lying, I can tell. Danny, stop. He killed you. Give him your hat. It's a crown. Give him your hat. Danny. It's a crown, dude. 
It's a piece of plastic. Game over. You both are disqualified from Lair. Forever. What? Are you kidding me? Because he's a fucking dirty cheater. Yeah, he yeah. cheated. He's a small little man cheater. So they, so he goes to dinner with... Xanthians. Why bother? Danny has dinner with the family. With and, the mom and the stepdad. Yeah, and, the, and then they tell the parents that he's out of the... LARPing, and they're like, oh, this is great. It's so great. This is so great. You could do normal stuff, like me, man. Knows his age. You know what I was doing? She's like, yeah, you fucked your cousin. I'm like, no, I didn't fuck my cousin, but, but I fucked my cousin's friends. I didn't know it was my cousin. Yeah, no. I'm okay with him being himself on October 31st. Yeah, and, and it was fucking just, me. So Danny was like, "You guys are shitty parents. Yep. Just let him be himself. Where he's having fun. He's a good kid. Blah blah blah." So they say, "Fuck you." And we're not signing your card and go to hell. He's like, I would be thrilled like if he leave. was my kid. You're not allowed to see um, Augie anymore. Please So he's leave. killed that one. So then Wheeler decides, oh, he sees a friend. <laughs> he decides and to take Ronnie to a like, party. Yeah, they go to a rager. He leaves Ronnie by himself with well, he was strangers. Playing, he was playing, playing FIFA. But then he goes to the bathroom, sees this hot teacher, and she says she steals him. I mean, she's so hot. willingly, wearing some like silken dress, Nothing nipples else. galore, and then she puts her glasses on and she's like, "Bad boy." Oh, he's such a bad boy. So they fuck. Ronnie uh, gets up and he's like, "Where's Wheeler?" And he ends Getting up walking fucked. home. Oh yeah, walking mo- home blocks. So yeah, he just knew that Wheeler was, you know, doing the scrog. You know, he would have hung out a little bit. Yeah, but he thought Wheeler ditched him. So yeah, he and he already has abandonment issues because he doesn't have a father. Well, so. it's on him. Way to go, Stifler. Yeah. he. So he goes to the house. The mom's pissed. And slams the door in his face. So Danny and Wheeler are both in the doghouse. Yeah, wah, they're, wah, wah. they're basically about to go to jail because they didn't complete their community service. Right. Yeah, well, so yeah. sad montage ensues where they miss each other. So we're just seeing like different clips of them like being alone. Because also then then Danny and uh, Wheeler have a falling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they have a falling out with uh, at Beth's office because they screwed the pooch with this whole thing. Now you have no friends. He's like, oh well, you know, come on, man, we fucked. And she's like, what? And then he tried to spell it, and she's like, he can spell. I remember that in the elevator. Like, <laughs> and then they have that big fight in the elevator. Yeah. Like, well, now you have no friends. So. So they they have the sad montage. Then I think Danny just decides that he's going to fix things. Yeah. He tries to get, uh, I think he like tries to connect with Augie. And Augie doesn't want to get back into LARPing. He's already ruined it. So then um, Danny goes to the burger hole where the king and his um, servants hang out and get food before the battles. Uh, It's his Knights of Round. It's Knights of Round. And he, he's so ridiculous. Like, making him kiss the ring on his finger. He doesn't cut his food. Like, these grown men are feeding him with a fork and... Don't go, you know, throwing that word around all willy-nilly, okay? What? Grown men. <laughs> they are grown men. Mm. They take this kind of stuff very seriously. But, like, to this level of yeah. detail, it's just incredible. So he... Apo- so Danny Again, apologizes. Again, when Henry Cavill does it, it's sexy. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
And the king says, you know, he can't he can't join back. He, like he's forgiven, but he can't join back this year. No, no, no. He says that he can come back. He's like, no, you can come back, and then but when you he, can't be a part of Xanthia. No, no, no. When he leaves. When Paul Rudd leaves, Ken Jong says to uh, his minions, tell everyone that's in Xanthia if they side with Augie, Xanthia is fucking done. So then they shun him. So it's like a double cross, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he makes his own town. Kiss my Anthea. Yeah, they, need, they make their own nation because they mm-hmm. just need four people. And meanwhile, this is all happening when they're supposed to have their hearing before the judge. Yes. They blow this off so they can go help Augie. Ronnie and, Ronnie and Wheeler make up and they join Kiss My Anthea. Yes. <laughs> Which Where, is kiss based. Yes, they totally go full <laughs> kiss LARPing. Thankfully they got they they kissed the ring and they gave Gene Simmons like money. Gene Simmons. Or else they couldn't do this. But they even went and stole the they stole the Minotaur truck. Mm-hmm. Doth my eyes deceive me? A minute. Let us gently touch our tips. Let us gently. May Xanthia, King Agatron, be damned. We fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let kiss my Anthea and Xanthia be allies. So he actually made, at, during that improv, he made Paul Rudd pee. <laughs> He could not contain his laughter so much that he peed himself. You know, Danny sacrificed himself. But the great speech before that, you say, nay, I say, nay. Who the fuck is Marvin Hamlish? Who is Marvin Hamlish? He wrote the the music for The Sting. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. People have been saying he looks like Martin Hamlish his whole life. Stop, you look like a young Marvin Hamlish. And I say, nay, nay, who the fuck is Marvin Hamlish? Sting's a great movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets down He's in to... Dune. It they, get, they trick the king to come out of his castle. And then... Um, but I mean, Paul Rudd has the big fight with the, with the henchmen, though. Mm-hmm. The He's henchmen like, fight was great. And he was like, it is great, right? Yeah, send me your email. See you next year, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, dies. Ronnie has a great death. He's, he's a good little actor. <laughs> oh, like and then Augie kills the kid. That was the longest Epic death scene. Fights. I miss it. I know. And then Sarah... Elsbeth. Elsbeth. The little elf queen. Who's hiding behind a bush the whole time. Fucking fairy Comes asshole. up and she whacks eh. him with her sword. I'm and sorry. she's like, <laughs> you're in second place. I'm I the was queen hiding now. the queen. I was hiding the whole time. Let me get my queening chair. Yes, queen. Whispering Slay. eye this bitch. And he's like, yeah, that that's a pretty, that's a pretty you know, great strategy. Great strategy, yeah. Game end. Not game over. Game end. And the after party. Where Wheeler is holding a, uh, he's got a Corona, all right? And he's just drinking in front of kids. They're all drinking. They're all drinking. I and know. Then, uh, Augie's mom and stepdad are there, and they're like, that was epic. I mean, you, you still. incredible. But I mean, you still lost. Lost to a girl, but you know. But you got a silver medal. Yeah, which is the first place so loser. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so she was there, and she was as supportive as she possibly could have been. And then uh, a hot dog showed up, right? Jane Lynch oh, yeah. had the hot dog that she's like, can you, you, that means a penis. Well, Marty also like partitions her for dinner and sex. Propositions, propositions her. Propositions her. Oh, that's right. He's he goes, like, yeah, go for it. He goes, uh, well, yeah, I would actually hoping that this would end up with some sex. You know, let's just be honest. And then she does the hot. Yeah, this is a hot dog. And then he pushes the hot dog back in the bun. And then she pushes it back out. <laughs> and then she's also like. What you doing there? She's also. She even. And then she even. But Jane <laughs> so Lynch. So uncomfortable. Jane Lynch even went up to like Danny and Wheeler and was like, hey, don't worry about your shit. I used to suck this judge's dick for drugs or basically something like that. So she's like, I'll get you square. You're fine. You yeah. guys are great. And then they end it. She's with, addicted to caring now. Thank goodness. Beth is there too. And Danny sings Beth a love song. Yeah. Earning her back. Literally. He sings Susan Sarandon's name. Li- literally the worst kiss song. They sing, well, one of the worst kiss songs, but they sing... Beth by Kiss. You are so perfect. They they have people like the LARPing people have like the little medieval instruments. So it's oh, like a little a it's lute? like a little it's a little medieval version of this song, but oh it's so fucking terrible. I mean he does make it better with stupid lyrics like saying stuff about whispering eye, which you forgot, you know, her vagina. Well, I am not the only person that's talking about the movie, so you are not the only person with a vagina. That is correct. Whispering eye. But it's like, yeah, we could. We don't have to get married. We could just be like Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon, which dates the movie because good since, actors. Since then, they've they're bro- not together. Yeah, they've broken up. Should have said Kurt Russell and Goldie. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But it, I guess, it just didn't fit the rhyme scheme. Okay. What rhyme scheme? <laughs> There was a loose rhyme scheme anyway. Yeah, so um, so they wrap up. They kiss. They are um, together. And then we end with another kiss song. Yeah. Love gun. Love gun. Love gun. See, the gun is his dick. The gun is his dick. I didn't know Jews could sing that good. Oh, they my can't. gosh. All right. That is the end of the plot. I do have a few fun facts. Um, the Sturdy Wings logo is virtually identical to the image of the cover of Wingspan um, Hits and History by Paul McCartney Band Wings. Oh, Paul McCartney. And I think I know yeah. the four people that bought that album. Um, <laughs> Are you related to three of them? Yep. While uh, Danny and Wheeler were at their intro to Sturdy Wings, they referred to them. They said, please call me Dragon and Nighthawk. And that was a direct line from Step Brothers. So when uh, Gail introduces Wheeler to Ronnie and I guess his mom or just Ronnie, she calls him Anson and he's like, call me Wheeler. And I guess that was a character from a Stephen King book, um, Under the Dome. Oh. Uh, call me okay. call me Wheeler. So he's referred to as Wheeler in that also. Okay. I didn't read that book. Under I didn't the, find that huge significance, but just thought I'd mention it because our Stephen King month is next month. Well, my mom really liked it. My mom and dad liked it. Yeah, well, your mom. They also like the Flash. <laughs> like, I didn't on. say Let, it. Like, he let's did. be real here. I'm, I'm sorry. I love you both. You're both wonderful people. Okay, but that's that's a huge miss. Dad didn't like it. 
because it fucking sucked. Yeah. He was very confused by everything. <laughs> oh, I did mention in the teaser from last uh, recording that this was an award-winning film. Yes. How did this win? Yeah, a- what award? So, Academy Award. So, uh, did it win a, a so Nickelodeon won, Kids' so was, Choice Award? So it was nominated for a Critic Choice Award okay. for a Breakthrough Performance, Male, and Best Comedy. And best comedy, so for it was the, nominated for those. So for the kid, okay. Uh, Teen Choice Award nominee for best romantic comedy. They give you a surfboard when you win that award. <laughs> Fuck off! And finally, it won an award with the uh, Women's Film Critics Circle Award for the most offensive male character. Oh, nice! Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott shared that award. So men so being I thought, men. I thought that you would appreciate that. They are pretty gross in this movie. They're awful. Yeah. So we're going to go around the room as we usually do. Pass or fail. Uh, Matt. Despite my hatred of Kiss. Love good. If there was, one, if there was like one more Kiss song in this movie, I might fail it. But, I don't know, man. You but know there, all the words. But there, Well, it's really easy because all they say is Love Gun, Detroit Rock City, <laughs> Beth. All joking aside, no, like I said, I love this movie when I saw it in theaters the first time, like in 2008, when we when we were watching it while smoking left-hand cigarettes and drinking bears on, on his HD DVD thing. <laughs> Hell yes. Before he threw the screwdriver into the TV, that was fun. I really thought I could catch it, man. I will hold this up. I feel like this is like one of our generation's like movies that we could just come back to and watch and still find it funny, like how our parents were like, yeah, watch Caddyshack. It's still funny. I feel like this is just one of those ones where it's just, it, yeah, some stuff is a little, but. You know, Sean William Scott would really uh, be happy to hear you say that because in one of the interviews that I watched, he, that was like his love for the movie was it was very natural and it was quotable. Yeah. And it felt real. And totally they felt agree. like they were friends. Totally and agree. Like it, it, it was, didn't seem, it didn't seem like forced or like some sort and like, that's why he said that's why Judd Apatow works. That's why like mm-hmm. Adam Sandler's movies work. Like they're all very no. This is definitely natural. one. Of, this is literally one of my favorite comedies from like the past twenty years. So yeah, I pass it. Oh wow, cool, Guido. Uh, did you know that bald eagles are known to engage in a bizarre mating ritual where two eagles fly upwards? lock talons, and fall towards the earth while rotating, separating almost before they crash into the ground, if and only if they consummate their bird fuck. If they don't, they are willing to accept their death by hard ground. It's the ultimate race against the clock. And for that reason, I pass this movie. I love this movie. Uh, I think that it's was, great. Did, who did he say that? He said that to the... Did he say that to the teacher? He said it to Augie. Augie's like, why are you telling me this? And he's like, why would I not? Okay. <laughs> I like this movie. It's a feel-good movie, and uh, just like Caddyshack, it's got tits in it, um, and Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott are winners in my book. All right. That's two. Allie? Um, <laughs> I really don't feel either way about this movie. I'll pass it. What? But wow. it's, 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 it's really just going off like, compl- like I'm indifferent to this movie. Like I understand why people think it's funny, and I do like the kid. But I don't like, I just don't like cringe comedy and I don't like, uh, I don't know. I'll still pass it, but I'll probably never watch it again, so. Awesome. But sure, pass. Did I also you, hate Kiss. Did you so. finish it later? Kiss. No, no, no. 
<laughs> but I have seen so, it before. I know okay, how it ends. Okay, I remember okay. vividly so the that's ending. Fair. I vividly okay. remember okay. the ending. Yeah, it's just not really, um, you know, it's not my bag of dicks. I wrote down what part you left. I think, <laughs> I think it was after, like, yeah, Allie fell falling asleep at the camp scene. Yes. You took an ambient. I took an ambient, and I did not fight it. You did not fight that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's passes all around. Awesome. All right. Next week, we will complete our uh, babysitter month for September with Guido's pick. Guido, quid pro quo? I, like you, chose something a little bit more modern. I felt strangely compelled to do so. I'm not sure why, because the very clear choice was don't tell mom the babysitter's dead for me. So I chose The Sitter, uh, and it came out in 2011, and it stars Jonah Hill, a bunch of young kids you don't know, and Sam Rockwell's in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was directed by Dave and Gordon Green. Oh, I don't think I knew that. And I think uh, it is frequently overlooked, and I think you're really going to like it. And where can you watch it? You can watch it on Amazon if you pay for it. Yeah, this this is... Um, you got to pay to watch this. Okay. This is a high-calorie Jonah, so you're all going to enjoy it, all right? Ask me about my winner. Is that yeah. this movie? No, that's uh, the, no. The, that's that college movie. Uh, Just accept it. Accept it. That right. movie's funny. Justin oh, like Long. Movie too. Okay, how are you gonna like that movie when it's just it's got just as much cringe as role models? Because Lewis Black is in it, show some respect. I don't really think it has that much cringe uh, as oh, role models. So much cringe. I don't think so. I kind of the like ADHD it. kid that learns how to explode things with his mind. I just don't think it's that embarrassing. Well, when you think about Lewis Black, is um, he's babysitting a campus? So if you want to change, yeah, the movie last minute. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. The feature podcasts for the month of September are Metalhead Journey. Oh yeah, and. I don't know. The MILF. The MILF and me. The MILF and me. The MILF and me. You can learn more about us and the other members of the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And you can suggest a theme month by sending us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com or on our website or through social media. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Terms and conditions do apply to theme months now. We do not accept any movies that have both either Ethan Hawke or... River Phoenix. What a little baby. <laughs> Ethan Hawk. Wait, that can't be. I mean, it's easy to do. One of them is dead. <laughs> well, until next time, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.